0: with Tyler Axness on the mighty 790
1: and 104.7 KFGO. KFGO time is 310 on a Tuesday. Thanks for keeping a locked in here to Afternoons Live. I'm Tyler Axness, your host, Eric Johnson, your producer, and we've been having... Quite a conversation uh, about uh, Title 42, about what's going on down at the southern border. But I want to head out uh, to Congress, visit with Scott McFarland. He is with uh, CBS. In fact, he's one of our capital correspondents out there. Scott, I appreciate you taking time on a very busy afternoon. How have you been? Oh, it's the
0: best part of my day. Thanks for giving me a break from the rat race. <laughs> I, can I appreciate it, genuinely. <laughs>
1: uh, I got to ask, you would probably just heard on our or KFJO news update that we're at 13 below. It's going to be cold across the country. Do I dare ask... How cold it is where you are?
0: It's fine here, but I tell you what—it's actually a motivating factor to get the government spending bill that they've been uh, dilly-dallying with done by tomorrow, so that senators can get home through the cold, through the freezing rain, and through the snow, and not miss their holidays. It's actually a nice deadline enhancer—the frigid weather throughout the country.
1: Yeah, keep the keep the lights on and keep the heat on in some of those federal buildings isn't a bad idea either. <laughs> I would say, but you're right. Oh, it, it,
0: that's that's the thing though. Like uh-huh. you, you need to make sure there's some certainty when we get to the holidays and we get to a a winter weather storm situation.
1: Yeah, it's uh, you know this holiday week ahead, and we're looking at some very bad weather here. So I know our delegations across uh, the upper Midwest are probably very eager to get ahead of it, which is going to be kicking in a little bit later on. Uh, Scott, there's been so much that I could pick your brain about, uh, but in particular, I wanted to talk about Title Forty Two, the Supreme Court said, well, yeah, we're going to hold on to this for, like, two more days, and then, well, somebody's got to, got to budge here, and I'm kind of curious what the latest is.
0: Well, I'll tell you what I can almost guarantee, that whatever deadline is set for the Justice Department and the Biden administration to respond to all this, they will take every moment of time they can. The 5 p.m. deadline, they'll respond at 4.59. The 2 p.m. deadline, they'll respond at 1.59. They're going to take all the time afforded to them. And one of the unique things about this dispute and this issue of rolling back Title 42 is it's possible the Biden administration is best served by getting overruled here and having this thing stay in place. Because what's happening at the border is clearly not tenable, but it's also clearly fueling criticism of the administration. And if there was a relaxation of Title 42, migrants were able to more freely pass through, and there's not a, <laughs> there's not a full and full sum plan for how to respond to that get
1: even worse politically well and uh you know i we've discussed this back and forth and i go all the way back to the obama administration as far as that how close we were to immigration reform at that time of course we know the uh the border policies of uh the the trump administration and i've been trying to figure out exactly what the biden administration's course of action has been i know that uh, kamala harris our vice president has been tasked in charge of this but i got listeners wondering what if anything's been done uh, can you fill us in on that, Scott?
0: Yeah, but both parties have skin in the game on this problem because there were immigration reform bills and plans that have been blown up by both parties for years, if not decades. And I've been covering several of them Got 20 years ago. They were on the precipice of getting this passed and both parties that are having responsibility for blowing it up. I can tell you what's happening for sure. There are truly... Senate speeches going on as we speak about the need for immigration reform. The newly independent Kirsten Cinema of Arizona on the Senate floor saying, let's get immigration reform done. Tom Tillis, the North Carolina Republican, on the Senate floor saying the same thing. There are always proposals for immigration reform. But at a politically toxic moment where it's hard to even keep the lights on of the federal government, the basic blocking and tackling of governing, doing a next level thing like the politically nitroglycerin issue of immigration seems like a really tall task, even amid crisis.
1: Well, and Scott, as this Congress is coming to a close here at the end of this year and a new Congress is getting sworn in, um, it's going to be even more difficult probably to find consensus on anything. And when you have a, the Republican controlled House, a Democrat Senate, and of course this White House, I mean, time's been ticking. I'd say too much time's been wasted. But that clock's going to keep running out by the looks of it.
0: And, well, we you, you have two different eras in recent years of one-party rule. From 2021 through present day, Senate, House, and White House controlled by the Democrats. From January 2017 through January 2019, House, Senate, and White House controlled by the Republicans. And even in one-party rule, neither party could get this done. Maybe divided government forces people to come together. But this doesn't seem like, at the start, a House Republican majority that's willing to and deal and look for compromise with the Biden administration.
1: Yeah. It doesn't seem tenable. Mm, yeah, I know. And it's uh, just kicking the can down the road once again. Uh, Scott McFarland's our guest, CBS uh, correspondent. I- I'm curious, have you, while you're out there walking the halls, have you heard a different tone? And, and I think it, from afar here in Fargo, sure. North Dakota, it seems as I've watched from uh, you know some of the CBS news that even those that have maybe shied away from taking on this issue – are starting to acknowledge it. Am I reading the room right?
0: Yeah. I mean, it, 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 both sides agree. It's a politically um, kinetic issue. I mean, Republicans have made some hay with this, and the Biden administration recognizes it. it's taking a hit from this. So both parties acknowledge this is a vibrant issue and a politically viable one, um, and that a solution really would be, served the Biden administration well, but if there was a silver bullet solution to migrant crossing and flooding of the border, they'd have employed that centuries ago. I mean, this is just an this is a perennial issue that just to be seems to be hitting a fever pitch at this moment and does need to be
1: dealt with. Well, Scott, I'm curious, is there anything aside from just the, the politics and the imagery of why people are saying, well, geez, the president hasn't even been to the border? I mean, does it carry any weight besides it looks good on a political ad?
0: I, I don't know. How effective that criticism has been. I know it's been tried, um, and it may work uh, in certain communities. It may work on certain media outlets. Uh, it just—it doesn't seem to be driving the conversation. Um, it, and that—that that, that doesn't mean it's the wrong criticism to make. It's just here in Washington, at the Capitol, the people with whom I'm speaking, and all the issues that they're tackling, that one doesn't seem to be transcending <laughs> um, yeah. the this, the echo chambers in which it's being issued.
1: You know, I, I want to talk about an echo chamber because I want to ask. You're a journalist. I'm a I'm a commentator. Uh, you know, I, I take the work that you and others do, and I I give my, my my thoughts on it, and I allow others to do the same. Routinely, people say, "Well, if the media just covered this," and I want to know. You mentioned that you've been doing immigration uh, coverage for 20 years. I, I mean, I, I'm curious your response to people that say, "If the media just paid attention to this, maybe something would get done."
0: Uh, that is. Always a justifiable criticism. If we had the bandwidth to cover everything that needed to be covered, we'd be in a better situation. Um, there are eight crises at once happening some days. And that, by the way, is what your member of Congress and your senators are trying to deal with, too. There's an inflation crisis. There's a homeland security crisis. There's a threat of terror. There's a threat to our democracy. There's a threat at the border. And <laughs> If only time and space would allow us to cover all of them the way they need to be covered. There's a gun issue in America. There's a school shooting. Uh, you got to pick your spots. You have to balance your resources. But I'll say this. I appreciate hearing it being discussed and debated in Fargo. Um, well, I would expect in border communities this is, has more prominence, and the local media would give it more prominence. It's nice, the rest of America. Pay some attention to what's happening on the southern border, and that's incumbent on us journalists to do better by it as well. Yeah.
1: Scott, I always appreciate your time. I know how busy things are, but I want to give you a final word. Anything you want to get out about this, about the Omnibus, about, well, the news yeah, yesterday, yeah, a January 6th committee, the floor is yours, my man.
0: Just one time, one time when I lived in upstate New York, we had below zero real field temperatures. What do you do with the water pipes and what do you do with your cars when it's
1: this cold in Fargo? I'll plug them in if you've got one of the head bolt heaters. Hopefully a garage that's accommodating. Uh, start it, let it run often. Uh, certainly, the pipes we've got the good insulation up here. Auto starts yeah. is a heck of a good thing as well.
0: <laughs> and That that's also that's also why you invest in the fireplace, the generator, and the
1: space Oh yeah, all of the above. Have all the wool. Good luck. All right, thanks, Scott. You take care. We'll chat again soon. All right. Talk to you soon. <laughs> all right. Yep. Scott McFarland, CBS. is one of the good ones. I appreciate that he always gives us time here on Afternoons Live. Your thoughts. I mean, I asked him, I mean, some of you are being critical of the media here. I, I mean, I thought he had a fair answer there. So, you know, the broad band that we have, limited. Now, ultimately, even if they do cover it, it comes down to those that actually have a vote. And those that have a vote care more about your vote in those election years. And it's a little bit more expedient for them to not get anything done on this because they use this as a motivating factor to get money, to get votes, saying, you know what, if you just give me two more years, if you just give me six more years, maybe we'll get it done. But you got to send more like-minded individuals. We've done it. We've tried it. We're in the midst of that right now. Nothing's gotten done. We had that during a Republican administration. Nothing got done. So what do you do? You're in control here. I want to hear from you at two seven zero. You can call me at 2375948. I'm Tyler Axtodist. This is After News Live here on KFGO. It is not losing a bit of sleep Over how you're getting